Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We are on again tonight. Uh, Oscar and I are going to be doing a sort of year-end wrap-up review sort of thing going on. So uh, here we are. <laughs> happy uh, happy end of year. Low, yeah. low Saturnalia. Happy winter solstice. Merry Christmas. Yep. Um, Hanukkah's over. <laughs> But and uh, hopefully, if we can all make it, Happy New Year. Uh, the way this year has been, who knows? <laughs> right, right. This has been a reaper of a year for so many people. So I know a lot of people are very eager and will be very happy to see it go. Absolutely. And no expectations set for next year. <laughs> oh, I've got tons of expectations <laughs> for next year. I've got, I'm like the, uh, the guild helmsman. Plans within plans. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be hitting the new year <laughs> running. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Maybe like a fast walk. <laughs> yeah, trot. A canter, um, if you will. We'll start with a scuttle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, it's good to have you because, Jesus, yes. maybe we almost lost you <laughs> once or twice. I know. It's been a it's been a rough time. But, you know, I'm I'm still here. I'm able to stand. So I'm still standing. I'm on cane now and getting stronger every day. So that's awesome. Uh, already talking to my day job about my return to work. Uh, they'll be reinstating me and I'll be back to the grind of being a normal person and hopefully um i will be able to resume driving this weekend oh nice i've not driven since you know april right right and you know what sometimes the fat guy just wants to drive through you know mcdonald's <laughs> or dunkin donuts or you know on a real bad day white castle right. um <laughs> and uh i just haven't been able to do that i mean literally have not been able to drive so well, it's just a certain amount of freedom too, right? Like you take that for granted that like you could just get in the car and go somewhere, and right, and, and you right. can't, and you haven't been able until to do you, that until you can't. And and while I was on heavy narcotics, it was fine because right. um, I didn't care. I didn't really care about anything. But I've been taking narc really heavy narcotics for like almost a month now, and I'm real antsy to start doing more stuff. I mean, so mm -hmm. the car being able to drive will free up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What's going on? No. How, how's the uh, how, how's the cold? Uh, I'm mostly fine. I mean, it was two days where it was really kind of shitty. I actually wound up taking a day off from work, so uh, spent the whole day in bed, <laughs> which is unusual. Good for you. Uh, Hard yeah. reset. Well, yeah. Sometimes you like you have to. Like I, I'm just you know I'm I'm you know just the guy that usually pushed through everything, um, and I was like you know what fuck it I I. I I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> We're not as young as we used to be. Yeah, you're not kidding. I got a, I got a fucking uh, a brace on my elbow. I was trimming at the hedges yesterday, and I had to like get out and like swing the trimmer uh -oh. with just the one arm, and my elbow is fucking killing me. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. It sucks being old. I am so out of shape. It's not even funny. You and me both, man. I've... I've not been able to like, you know, I, I'm even with I'm going into my second month of physical therapy. I'm still on a treadmill. It's mm. still all just, so I'm dying to get back to the gym, but you know, 
Yeah, yeah. Can't drive. I can't walk without a cane, so that's not happening yet. So let's uh, – what is so far your favorite gaming moment? And it doesn't have to be one of my games. I know you play with a lot of people. Your favorite gaming moment of 2023? Individual moment. Um, that's tough. Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> because, because for me, the experience is like just us hanging out and fucking around. So like mm-hmm. all of it's really good. Um, can I, can I alter your question to say sure. that, uh, the, the character Huxley that I play in Jesse's runners game is one of my favorite characters because he's so unlike the kind of character that I normally play. Uh, you know, it's, it's a real, um, not a real stretch, but it's just so different that it's so much fun to play. Uh, you know, cause we don't metagame ever anyway. So like it's even more fun cause he's so innocent that it's just like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. Cause you know, I don't, wouldn't know any better, right? Like he just doesn't like, doesn't get it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm Um, so I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would have to be him. Individual moment, man, it's hard to choose. Uh, and all the games run together, right? Like, fuck, there's so yeah, many games. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you, well, I, you know, so, so, so let me dial it back then. Okay. I think maybe then when, when we lost Jesse's character, Herminius, yeah. like just the way that it transpired, because I knew... I was pretty sure that Jesse was dead. And I knew so do you, Who do you think we were traveling with for like that last year of the campaign? Well, it was, it was a fetch or a changeling or, or you know, okay. but, you, you know, right. I, I had a suspicion. And you were the only one. But, but then in the moment, and it was set up so beautifully, Jesse got up on the bow and grabbed the rope and face to the sun and like fell apart. And I'm like, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I, I, I got just caught up in the moment and just completely like didn't just didn't clock what was going to happen. And it was pretty cool. <laughs> with, with me, that entire last game was just to set up that moment because yeah. it was like it was like a recap of all of these npcs that you'd adventured with and, and encounters with coming to wish you well and then even offer you oh there's there's this thing going on in in in, in caldonia along the border that we could use your help and you guys were like and i was willing if you guys would have chosen we would have played one more britannia adventure right. but you guys were like nah we're it's time. We've been here. We've done what we set out to do. Let's go home. And I was like, just feeding it up and letting you like remember the whole campaign and to like do the recap episode. Yeah. Um, just waiting for that, you know, and then that moment on the boat. And you had a suspicion, but you'd, I think, been lulled in the immersion of it. Yeah. So it wasn't like a surface thought. Right. But Niels and, and, and Regina were just completely blindsided by it. Mm-hmm. And to Jesse's credit, he played it so well because he dropped hints all the time and no one picked up on that. There were like major parts of his character's personality that changed after that moment. Yeah. And nobody picked up on it. Yeah. But uh, he had a great time. And that's like a once in a once in a decade role playing moment when you could play that long game and it actually works. <laughs> yeah. You know, the group stays together long enough and are so connected with the material 
that you act and with good players it's so much harder mm-hmm. to sneak anything past them yeah so yeah that was a, a major major point of my year well that i uh oh, no girl on the pines was uh 22 last year yeah, yeah. Um, i was running that at uh necronomicon Right, right, right. That was good. I, I think um, for like for me personally, right, like when we sort of got back into Invictus after, you know, all your medical stuff, um, you know, that that first episode, you know, just kind of focused on Macreon like that was cool for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, going through all that stuff and, you know, like seeing his lover again and like, you know, just kind of being able to play host right like hey this is my crib like come over and hang out or whatever like that was cool you know and it was nice yeah. to get back into it um, right but actually we played once before that we played the one in antioch when you went right. to herminius's family like, yeah that was good too yeah, yeah and we had the special guest star of jeff as his bathhouse girl mm-hmm yep Yep. Um, his murderous hobo bathhouse girl <laughs> yeah. that you should have listened to as yeah. horrible as it sounds yeah you know, it's like taking it, off and nuking the site from orbit sometimes is the right thing to do. It's as horrible as it sounds. Right, right. But I mean, I don't think anybody could have, anyone what anyone but Jeff could have lived with, you know, blood on their hands in that manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least not without giving it the old college try, right? Like, Right, right. Uh, I love the moment, Jeff's moment, was when I described the demon. And I said... For triple nerd score, name that demon, and he yells Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god, we're such nerds. Uh, uh, but it was just that was a great adventure. And then the next one, Siege of Ostracine, where we got to focus on you guys talking about in the Library of Alexander, talking about your time in Britannia, mm-hmm. and then you slipping and mentioning that you actually visited Tirnanog, and everybody was like aghast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you can only really do in long-term campaigns. Right. That was right. a lot of fun for me. Um, we're, it was great to start running games again after so long on my back. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and it was so much fun to get back to it. Um, yeah. To continue on with gaming moments, there, there were some moments in um, the noir campaign that, that Kurt runs over on his podcast, the MFG cast. If you're not listening, you should. It's great. It's a one-on-one campaign. Um, and, and we've just had some really great moments in the whole campaign and it's real, you know, it's intense cause it's just the two of us, uh, which I was a little reluctant when he first approached me about it. Cause like, I don't know, that's a lot of, a lot of fucking pressure, right? Like <laughs> I'm not that smart, you know, shit. Um, but also it's no pressure cause it's just the two of you. Yeah. It, it's been a lot of fun. It, it, it's been like a, you know, it's like we play, right? Like it's heavy role play. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's deep character stuff like that. That's that whole campaign has been a ton of fun. Some of my favorite games of all time were one on ones. Mm-hmm. Just totally fucking around. Um, one of the best games I ever run was a one on one in a freezing trailer with a broken window. Oh, jeez. On a Christmas tree lot while my bro had to keep stopping to go sell Christmas trees. <laughs> and we were huddled around a space heater in this, like, in, you know, a camper. Mm hmm. Um, a tiny camper too, not like a four, like toad, like a toad camper. Yeah, yeah, a two, yeah. like basically like a one of those uh, gypsy wagons, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as, but it was amazing, an amazing game, uh, and like again, one on one. I think that's the when it works, it's magic. 
Yeah. For for a long time, our day trippers game uh, was just two players with with Todd as the GM, and it, it's really intense. Like it, like it's really personal. Um, you know, when you're invested in the story and the characters and stuff like that, like it's it was some of the the most enjoyable role playing I've ever had because it is just so. You know, you're you're just, you're like in the moment all the time. Like it's just really, really good. Not that you're not with four or five, but like, and you know, we play online, right? So there's not a lot of table talk. There's not a lot of fucking around. Like, we play in pretty much like we're in character and we're involved in whatever's going mm-hmm. on because you you can't just like you know lean over to the other person and you know like have a little side chatter or like oh here's this funny meme on my phone or whatever. Like everybody's in it, <laughs> so right, yeah. So what's your, your holiday cocktail of choice? I have, which I can't pick up with my right arm because it fucking hurts. <laughs> I have uh, apple cider. All right, I, I have uh, my own uh, brew of Coquito. Oh, there you go. Which is uh, white rum, eggnog, cream of coconut, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Nice. Everybody makes it different. That's my recipe. Right, right. Sweet. Berry. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought we could have a little fun, and I'm going to run you through a 10-question Saturnalia quiz. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did it earlier, and I scored an 8 out of 10. You have an unfair advantage, I think. <laughs> but I'm just saying even me, who's kind of living in this world most of my waking moments. You know, I'm one of those guys that thinks about Rome every day. Yeah, yeah Even yeah. I didn't get 100, so... <laughs> Okay, so question one. And we're going to go through all ten, and then we're going to score you. Because okay. the computer does the scoring. Uh, the Saturnalia was observed in honor of the Roman god Saturn. But for what reason was it held? The date Saturn was overthrown by his son Jupiter to celebrate the new year, to, end the, to mark the end of autumn harvesting and planting, to celebrate the Roman victory in the Punic Wars. Oh, it's either B or C. Uh, I'm going to say C, the end, end of the harvest. Okay. The first Saturnalia was recorded to have taken place in 497 BC. Which group of Roman officials were required to be at the celebration? Lictors, consuls, senators, or kings? Consuls. Okay. On what day of the Julian calendar did Saturnalia be- begin? October 17th, November 17th, December 17th, and January 17th. Um, I'm going to say, well, let's see. There's no December in there, right? It went November to January. October, November, December, January. I'm going to say December, although then that kind of invalidates my <laughs> my other one, End of the Harvest. I don't think they harvested December, even in the Mediterranean. <laughs> Uh, which of the following actions was part of the events that marked the beginning of the Saturnalia celebration? Uh, the fire was lit in the Temple of Vestra. There were special games in the Colosseum. There was a parade in the Forum. The wool was removed from the feet of the statue of Saturn in his temple. I'm going to say games. Which other god was connected to Saturnalia celebrations during the later Empire period when it was celebrated on December 25th? Jupiter, Neptune, Apollo, Sol Invictus. Um, hmm. I want to say Sol Invictus. Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. 
The common greeting during Saturnalia in ancient Rome was Lo Saturnalia. Some sources believe this was the origin of what common holiday phrase used today. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, Joex Noel, Noel, and Ho Ho Ho. I'm going to say happy, uh, happy New Year. How long did the Roman celebration of Saturnalia last? Three days, seven days, five days, and the duration varied throughout Roman history. Ooh. See, I was going to say five, but I think it's the last one. I think it probably varied. Um, there was true or false. Uh, there was to be no work during the Saturnalia. I believe that's true. Okay. Which of the following statements describes the celebratory aspect of Roman Saturnalia? The Saturnalia was only celebrated by certain people at the Temple of Saturn. The celebration was both a public and private event. There was a public ceremony during Saturnalia that all could attend. The Saturnalia was a private festival. Each family had their own tradition. I'm going to say public and private. Okay. True or false? The best source for information about Saturnalia is Virgil's Aeneid. Um, true. Okay. Submitting the answers. Hold on. I think maybe I got like three right. <laughs> okay, one. To mark the end of harvest and planting. You are correct. Sweet. Uh, number two. You are incorrect. Mm. It was Senate, not consuls. No. Uh, you are correct uh, that this little Saturnalia begins on December 17th. You are incorrect, and I got this one wrong as well. Um, wool was removed from the feet of the statue of Saturn in his temple. Hmm. I don't know why they're uncovering his feet in winter, but okay. Um, you are correct. It is Sol Invictus, the unconquered sun. Uh, you are incorrect. Uh, low Saturnalia is not... The origin of Happy New Year. It is the origin of Ho Ho Ho. Huh. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> okay. Um, you got this one right. I got that one. I got I got it wrong. The duration of the festival did vary throughout Roman history. I'd said seven days, but so I blew that one. There was to be no work during Saturnalia. You are correct. That is true. Uh you are correct. Saturnalia was both a public and private event. Um, and you answered true for the best source about Saturnalia, and that was false. Mm. So you've got six out of ten. Not bad. Not bad. I think it. we both we got the same two wrong, I think. Yeah. I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Saturnalia to everybody out there. Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to role-playing wise in the new year? I'll, I'll, I'll go first to give you a minute to... to, to um, I really want to get involved as a player in the new Old Gods of Appalachia role-playing mm. game. I love the podcast. I support the Patreon. I don't know if I was physically, emotionally, mentally, or financially able to back it when it came out. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's been a rough year. Um, I thought I had, but then I realized I hadn't. So that's the game I really want to try this year. If I don't play, if I play one game, I'm going to say I'd love to play an old Gods of Appalachia hmm. uh, game, which is weird. Yeah. 
I I am not a big fan of Cypher system. So I, I you know, and, and licensed stuff is weird, right? Like it's like w- what kind of space you have to play in. And it's a weird thing for me. Um, but but that's cool. I mean, it looks beautiful. I mean, the pictures I've seen of the, the book and everything look, looks fantastic. Right. Uh, oh, and I'd, I'd also love to get involved as a player in a Cthulhu Invictus game that I have did not write or edit or read or, you know, <laughs> like sight unseen. Um, and I was really hoping to do that with the new book we've got coming out. Like I've got writers writing, but they just give me the pitch. So I don't know the ebb and flow. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe I could play te- act as a play tester and just kind of like, you know, go at it with my blinders on, like use no, you know. And then when Chaosium was approving the book, they wanted to know detailed ebb and flow of oh. the entire plot line. So I've had every adventure spoiled <laughs> for me. And I, like, oh. but it was, you know, I had to get the, I had to get it approved. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, still a bridesmaid. Yep. Uh, for me, I don't know. I, so. I, when we were at PAX, uh, I talked to Jesse and Leslie. Um, I think for next year, one of the things we're going to do is get into more uh, one-shot style games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pretty much only play long form, and then inevitably those campaigns fall apart and nothing ever gets finished. So like that's somewhat anticlimactic. Um, mm-hmm. But because we were only able to get into one game together, we played a game of Simba Room which was fun. Uh, we had a really good time. Great GM, great table. Uh, but like, we were really trying to get into, to pirate Borg. Jesse really wanted to play. And we, we couldn't all get in together. So then I got to thinking, I was like, well, shit, you know, like, you know, maybe I'll like get a, get a hold of Luke and see if maybe if he'll run it, you know, for us. And then we'll do an interview and whatever. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying some new systems. Like, because again, we play long form, so like we've played a bunch of stuff, but we've played a lot of the same stuff over and over. Um, so I think it'll be a good an opportunity to kind of like stretch our legs a little bit and get a chance to you know either play with people we haven't played with or played with creators we haven't played with. Like, and then you really get a sense of the the way the system is supposed to be run. Um, right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Um, not really sure where to go from here. I mean, <laughs> is there anything you want to talk about end of year? Uh, so it was weird, right? Because you were like, "Hey, let me know, like, what you know, what games we streamed, like, you know, what 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 did we do this year?" And we haven't really done much because I've been so out of it. Right. We we played Invictus uh, only four times, and most of that here towards the end of the year after you've been mm-hmm. feeling better. Um, and you know, there's some pauses throughout the year because. You know, Niels is, uh, you know, his college professor. So like his time then beginning end of the year is limited, you know, breaks from school and like, you know, finals and those sorts of things. So like some of our time is kind of wrapped up and sort of boxed out from that. Um, But overall tonight, this is only our 30th stream for the whole year, which kind of blew my mind a little bit because we, you know, we play once a month, like all of our, (laughs) all of our games are once a month. But we're, we have like four ongoing campaigns, um, so it seems like it should be a lot more than what it was. But like, you know, we're always you know it's like family first thing, right? Like, oh, the kid's sick, we'll cancel. You know, you're at work late, we'll cancel. You know, we don't it's like, well, we have to stream because we said you know first Sunday of every month is the stream. Like, we don't we don't run that way. Um, so we're we're 
not opposed, not, you know, we don't want to cancel, but we're not opposed to canceling. Um, right. And then there was a, there was a burnout situation that happened around June uh, where they pretty much forced me to not do anything. <laughs> so we punted like everything for like an entire month. Um, so it was also that time we were going to, I was going to join you guys for running Swamp Song. For Swamp Song, yeah. And I ended up back in the fucking hospital with the infection raging. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I got home from the hospital, I was listening to the actual play as I was falling asleep, you know, on narcotics and in just absolute pain. And it was so fucking depressing. Yeah, it's because it's like I really, it's like I should have been there. Like you know, I really, I never finished it. I fell asleep and I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to go back and listen to it again because yeah. it hurt so much when I was listening it to it the first time, knowing that you and I would have finally got to play together as players, mm-hmm. which we're still trying to fucking do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, as you said, you know, life. Yeah, it's one of those things. We'll get into something together at yeah. some point. Um, and that was Doc ran a great game. Like it was great, you know, you great table, you know, Bridget, obviously, right? <laughs> um, the funny thing was, we get to the end, right? Because I I reached out to to Doc, and I'm like, hey, look, Oscar, you know, asked me to play one of it and remember my character so we could play together, but he's not coming. How deadly is this scenario? Because we've got a rule, <laughs> like I only get so many adventures with this guy, so like. If this is like a no-win game, like that's fine. I'll bring something else. I'll bring a pre-gen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "No, no, no. It's fine. Like, you know, it, it'll be fine." So we get to the end. Spoilers um, for a game that I've already released. Uh, and you know, we get down into this crypt or whatever, and you know, Doc reads the thing, and it's like, "Don't wake the sleeper," or, or you know, whatever, you know, something along those lines. And Dave's like, "Hey." Hey, buddy, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, my God, Dave, like, <laughs> he just told us what to do. We just got to grab these people and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then, they were, it, it, you know, it turned into like a whole thing. I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> that is funny. It was almost like uh, the the trick ending for Siege of Ostracine we just ran. That yeah. could have really turned into a whole nother bag of shit, but... Yeah, I don't yeah, talk yeah. too much about that because I'm running it in a few months. Well, and I, you know, it's not the first time I've jumped on something to prevent other things from happening. Because I'm like, eh, it's probably fine, right? Like, it's 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 a zombie. It's whatever. It's fine until its head fucking snapped around and its arms <laughs> like broke. You like, why wow, this is fucking bad, guys? <laughs> oh my god. Not what I was expecting. Right. Uh, well, I'm definitely hoping for a better year with better role-playing opportunities. Do um, you know what cons you're doing next year? I am doing uh, Necronomicon, obviously. Um, and I will be signing up for stuff that you're running. Fuck it. I mean, I haven't in the past generally just because, you know, we get to do this, right? So like yeah, but that means I've got to I've got to run something that I haven't run for the lot for the streaming service. I got to come up with I got to debut a new game. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so I'll sign up for for something that I haven't played. Um okay. 
And then I'm doing RinCon, which is one of the small local cons here. I would do MaricopaCon, but it's scheduled for the same weekend as Necronomicon. <laughs> it's oh, like, wow. come on, oh, yeah. dude. What the fuck? And they always say the same thing. like, oh, it's the only weekend we can get. There are fucking 52 weekends, you know. It, it's come always on. August. And I always try to give him heads up. I'm like, hey, Necronomicon is going to be this week this year. He's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then invariably, it's the same weekend. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah, I don't think we'll do PAX next year. Like, my whole PAX thing was I went to go hang out with Jesse and and uh, Leslie. And, you know, I ran into Chad. Um, I tried to find Amy, couldn't find her. Um so it's like it's same thing with Necronomicon. For me, Necronomicon is just a hang. It's it's a week long hang, uh, to you know just fuck around. So so PAX itself is kind of irrelevant to that end. Yeah, because you, you you accomplish that, or right. But like, if you were feeling well enough to come down, if Chad was going to come down for you know Saturday Sunday, like you know, if we coordinated a thing, then I would definitely do it. Where where is PAX? Uh, PAX is usually the first weekend in December. It's at the uh, Philadelphia Convention Center. That's, that's a long time away. <laughs> about a year. <laughs> I've never done it, but we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see how we feel at the end of Necronomicon. Right. <laughs> I'd be sick of each other by then. Well, you're doing a couple cons too now. I am doing uh, Total Con in February. I really hope to be on my feet in a much more stable way by then. Off the cane if I can, but I'll deal with the cane if I have to. Right. Um, then I'm doing Rising Phoenix in April. Then I am doing Necronomicon in August. And I am starting to ponder a return to uh, uh, to Carnage. Right. In uh, in November, late October, depending on when it is and how my year's forming up. Nice. And you I might see Jesse at a couple of those because some of those are no, relatively local his, to him. His, his daughter will have a birthday. <laughs> He's got like five daughters and they have nine birthdays. I don't know how that works <laughs> out, but that's just the way it is. Uh, I, so originally... Cause he was like, I wanted to go, but I didn't want to go by myself and blah, blah, whatever. And I was like, you tell me when you want to go and I will fly out and we'll fucking go to the convention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that didn't happen for this year. And then next year, like I'm going to Italy, there's Necronomicon, there's maybe another PAX. I'm like, I, like, I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not cheap to, Ohio. to fly. I'm going to Ohio to, to hang out with Jeff. There you go. So, That's cool. I mean, we're both Cthulhu nerds who love tiki bars and karaoke. Mm-hmm. So guess what we'll be doing? <laughs> uh, a lot of drinking, a lot of off-key singing, and then followed by some more drinking probably. Nice. There you go. It'll be it'll be wonderful. I would love to like get a bunch of local Cleveland nerds together for, you know, a high-level game and run something in person with Jeff. But, you know. Well, so Amy and, and uh, Bridget are in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's well, not that's... too far of a stretch. <laughs> well, I got to see. I got to see if he's up for it. I got to see if I'm up for it. I can't just plan a game yeah. Yeah. to be held in someone else's house. <laughs> you know. 
Oh, by the way, I've invited some people over that you don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, Mike I think Diamond Bridget won't have the, the door slammed in her face at Jeff's house. Yeah, yeah. I think I, Mike, Mike might be out that way, too. I think maybe. So, if you got some power players out there, if you can get it all yeah. coordinated. Yeah, that would be a team, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did one scene for for Bridget just to start a discussion on villains. And it was such a good scene that she and I ran that I went and I outlined the entire adventure talking into my phone while I was like laying flat on my back <laughs> with the staph infection raging, raging through me. I couldn't sit in the chair long enough to write out the outline. Mm -hmm. So I dictated the outline into my email on, and I emailed it to myself <laughs> and then I uploaded it and I still have the entire outline for this great adventure called The House on Water Street, and it's, nice. set, in Innsmouth. it's set in Innsmouth. Um, and the whole plot of it is... Um, well, don't tell me. Maybe I'll play in it. You, know, the, the, this is, you are hired by someone who does not live in Innsmouth, but has inherited her great-aunt's house mm. in Innsmouth. So she wants to go, since she, wants to, she can't get away herself, so she's hiring somebody to go to the house go through it, look for antiques, look for, you know, family heirlooms, assess the, the damage, you know, the, the, the saleability of the house. Right. And, you know, arrange to have it put on the market with the, the local realtors. This is obviously someone who does not know of anything about Innsmouth's reputation. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and that's, that's it. Sounds like a job you're, for Harry Stanton. Yeah. You're, you're going, <laughs> you're going to Innsmouth to, Look, you know, to look over to search the house for like family papers and heirlooms, and see if it's sellable. Mm -hmm. And if it is, put it on the market. If it's not saleable, you know, arrange to have it torn down and someone buy the land. You know, she just wants to dispose of the property and make whatever money she can make. Right, right, right. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, so and of we... course, stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as it tends to do. As it tends to do. <laughs> Well, one of the other things that we were we were talking about this year that that you brought to the table was was bringing in some, um, you know, maybe relatively unknown authors and doing some interviews and things like that. So, you know, we had Stewart on. Uh, you know, we worked Bridget into that scenario, who I'd wanted to have on anyway because um, mm -hmm. she's awesome. And if you haven't listened to that, go do that. I don't know why you're I'm listening to we, this I'm first. We can get Cat Clay on in the new year. Mm -hmm. She's working with us on. Uh, the new the new Cthulhu Invictus collection um, would love to get Morgan on. He's mm -hmm. newish. He's not new, but he's newish. He's got a few right. published things out. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great authors that are are up and coming, and if they're nurtured and protected, you know, they can become amazing. They can become the new, you know, the new golden ch children of of the next generation. You know, unless unless you help the new authors, you're not going to have new authors. Right. Or you're going to have new authors who really are phoning it in, don't know what they're doing. Um, so it's it's great, you know. To I'm a big fan of of mentoring. You know, I had a great mentor. My I had several great mentors myself that I owe my career to. So now that I have a career, it's like the universe requires me to pay that back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with that, in mind, maybe we should have Alex on too. I'd love to have Alex on. Yeah. Alex is also writing for the new collection. It'll be his first published work. 
Right, right. He's got a he's got a great he's got a great scenario too. Um, a wash of madness mm-hmm. uh, set in Rome, uh, just people going crazy in the streets. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you more than that. <laughs> uh, other than it's going to be your problem. Yeah, yeah. It's totally you could like give you could just give so much information with and say nothing, you know about it but no it was a great pitch i think he delivered two really good pitches but somebody else had pitched a very similar idea Mm. for the other one and i'm like somebody else is doing you know an x scenario and their scenario their scenario their idea is a little bit better than you so let's go with this one he's like i'm just happy to be in the book (laughs) (laughs) you know he could care less as long as i'm in yeah Um, yeah but no, it's it's exciting to work with the new people, you know, the the new faces, and then you know to get you know the the older guys, you know, writing again. That's mm-hmm. that's just phenomenal. You know, very blessed that way. Yeah, yeah. Let's but go. no, we should we should definitely start scheduling at least one new author a month. We should make that goal. Yeah. You know, one new author a month, new newish. You know. Right. Right. We'll, we'll say less than five published adventures. How about that? I, I, I'm happy to have anybody on. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We we'll, we may break our own rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we hadn't done so in the beginning. We used to do just a shit. I like I did everything. I mean, interviews with actual yeah. like all unboxes. Like we just tried to do everything, um, and we really kind of got away from the interview stuff because it's a lot of work. Um, you know, doing the scheduling and you know yeah. doing the questions, doing the research, the background stuff, and all that crap. Um, that I started to get away from that the, the farther things went along. Um, but, but to be able to bring in people who, uh, you know, are relatively unknown, we'll say air quotes, um, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have, uh, you know, people on and, you know, give, give them some exposure, um, you know, for, for, for whatever that means for this platform. <laughs> right, right. They'd be better off on the, uh, you know, on the MU podcast, but you know, we're, we're, we're doing our part. <laughs> well, maybe after they're on your show, that'll open up the audience and they'll get on MU. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. You've been doing this for a long time. We certainly have. Um, started in 2015. Wow. Soft, soft launch at Necro. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, I started GGP in 2013, so I've been doing this 10 years now. Nice. And I finally started to figure out how to run the company <laughs> without being in the red. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a miracle that I figured out what I was doing before we went bankrupt <laughs> or, or were sued. So by the grace of God, we avoided lots and lots of rocks. But I think that we're doing a lot better now. Thanks to the vigorous support from, you know, the, the fan community. There are a lot of people out there pulling for us, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys do awesome stuff. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not undeserved. <laughs> well, it's a labor of love. It has to be because there's no money in it. <laughs> God bless you, Keith Herber. <laughs> You better love what you do. We better have a good time because there's not really anybody in it. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely having a good time. I've met great people. I look forward to a whole nother year of great games and interviews. And, you know, 
supporting one another through the daily grind of life. Yep. You know, walking people through my nightmares to entertain them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, I mean, that's the thing, like, it, it's fun to play games, but, like, just as much of it is, is just being together, right? Like, just sharing space and time, uh, you know, the game is just an excuse. <laughs> not that it's not right. fun, and it's not that we don't enjoy it. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. It's uh, something to look forward to. It's something to, to you know, like, oh, I can't wait till Wednesday, mm-hmm. you know? like those hard days during the week then you're like oh, at least i'm at least we're playing on friday yeah yeah you know just to to have that to look forward to sometimes it's sometimes you know some, on the bad week that's the only thing that gets you through it <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely so. uh, yeah did we do it <laughs> i think so i think we're good i think we're ready to see 2013 go bye-bye yeah no shit for that and a lot of cool stuff planned for 2024 Absolutely, and and for us, just kind of more of the same. But like, yeah, that's fine. There's something to be said for that. <laughs> yes, back back to back to back to more of the same instead of you know long periods of nothing. Um, yeah, definitely feel like I lost 2023, but I'm happy to see it go. Yeah, like six months, right? Six eight months, like is a not yeah. an insubstantial amount of time to to go through what you went through. Right. Right. And I was like, oh, wow, I'll be home for all this time. I'm going to fucking write a dozen scenarios. You know, Payne and Oxy had something to say about that. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's hard to write when you can't sit upright in a chair for more than 90 minutes without, you know, mm-hmm. tears streaming down your face. But yeah, what are you going to do? I'm now I'm like chugging away like a freight train yeah. trying to get as much done as possible. So that's awesome. So the, Fans next year will have a lot of brand new scenarios to uh, enjoy at the cons with some surprises. Nice. Cool. Well, we definitely look forward to it. Cool. And you'll probably see it first here on Legends of Tabletop. <laughs> this is where I do my playtesting. <laughs> yeah, so I guess don't don't listen to those games. If you're, if you're going to sign up for the game, don't listen to the actual play. <laughs> don't be that guy or girl. Yeah. Don't be that person. I mean, I guess if you do, at least just don't metagame it. <laughs> or, you know, be like Regina and just forget. Totally forget. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> hey, there's something to be said for that. She's, she's enjoyed the same scenario more than once. <laughs> uh, All right, then. Well, cool. happy holidays, everyone. Yep. Happy holidays. Just a few more days. Another One year. long weekend and then Monday, boom. Yep. And then uh, frantically making New Year's plans, and then holiday season will be over. Start making those Valentine's Day reservations. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes hot and fast. <laughs> yeah. And my wife's birthday is the 7th of February. Mm. So as soon as I don't get much of a break after Christmas, it's like right, right. February is going to be Valentine's Day, her birthday, and a con. There you go. I'll be working Christmas. I'll be working New Year's. <laughs> uh, the salt mines. Yeah. Well, copper mines, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no rest for the weary. It's fine. I doesn't, you know, my, my family's literally two minutes around the corner. So I go to work, come home, change, you know, that's, well, that's go good. over. That's so good. like, it's fine. You don't have much of a commute. <laughs> no, 
no, no, and and everybody else is online, so like we just hang out whenever. So right, right. Okay, cool. Happy yeah. holidays, everyone. Happy Love holidays, everybody. Uh, we have our Patreon up. You know, throw a couple of bucks at us that way. That's cool. If not, it's whatever. Uh, check out Golden Goblin Press. There's all kinds of good stuff for sale over there. Uh, you can't go wrong with any of the the products over at Golden Goblin. Uh, yeah. Thanks for watching, and we'll catch you next time. And for the Patreon backers, I will be making a special announcement about the second Golden Goblin Press uh, project approved for 2024. Ooh. All right. Well, tune into the Patreon e- for e- that. E- even the people who follow us on Facebook don't know this yet. Ooh, exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> so don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> And support the Patreon for sneak previews like this. There you go. We'll we'll catch you next time. Peace. Die in a fire 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.